Wow. The no-look beer-opening interruption by Dan. Incredible. No-look. You didn't even watch. You just had to wait until he opened up his nitro beer. back to the show last man's opinion everybody's here again we're all back tommy mcgrail dan mara producer roland barrielli and rich cagle tonight's show we got actual topics to talk about uh dan's gonna talk for a little about the giants we all know that um the World Series is going on. Braves in Houston. Braves up one nothing. Uh, we're gonna tap into some Rick and Morty talk, and I know that's got our listener interested. And then, um, but first, we're gonna we're gonna start the show uh, in the NF- in the NFL. And uh, Roland, let's uh, let's Roland. let's knock it out. Let's knock it out, man. Let's just go with. Uh, the Chicago Bears, the Bears, and and, and uh, Coach Nagy. What do you got for us, buddy? Oh, Matt Nagy's so bad. So, over the last few years, I I mean, Bears fans had to deal with Mitch Trubisky, who, by all uh, means, wasn't playing at the at the level he was drafted at, you know, ahead of Mahomes. But to compound that, Matt Nagy is just probably the worst play caller. Uh, maybe in the NFL, I don't know, because he's he's had so many talented young players on the team, and they haven't been able to get over five hundred uh, with with that young squad over the last two or three years. So they the the year I'm thinking of is maybe two years ago when the defense was well above average, probably top third in the league, young wide receivers. Mitch Trubisky, who's was healthy at the time, playing fine. He's like league average quarterback. Good running back with David Montgomery, and they just can't win. Especially when they're playing the Lions twice, and you're playing teams in a weak division. It just doesn't make any sense. You're playing the Vikings twice. Vikings aren't anything special. They're usually a league average team. The Bears should have dominated and, and made playoff runs, especially against Green Bay when they were not playing very well, and Devontae Adams has been out a whole bunch, too, over the last few years. Um, they, yeah. they haven't been able to capitalize on anything. And it all comes down to Matt Nagy, I think. Because you see now with Justin Fields, who's a decent rookie quarterback, I'd say, he doesn't seem to be anything special yet, but the offensive line is collapsing so quickly, and the play calling is so bad, that they're just hanging him out to dry. So he's sitting there waiting for plays to develop with an offensive line that's non-existent. And just getting destroyed week after week after week. Um, Sounds familiar. Yeah. Sounds like the Giants. Right. So you see him dropping back in the pocket, and he's a mobile quarterback, and he just he can't evade so many rushers, and people are just taking advantage of the pass rush and blindsiding him, knocking the ball loose, 
I mean, he has a lot of fumbles, and in, some interceptions are, you know, shooting himself in the foot, but uh, he's getting knocked six ways from Sunday. So it's kind of painful to watch week after week. It does remind me of the Giants, but uh, how many years of this can you take? How many years of this play calling can you take with players that you know are good? Um, and you're not really making any progress. So I think it's a, a good parallel to the Giants and kind of showing the effect of how bad play calling can really sink even a talented team. So do you think they're talented right now? Like, would you call them a talented team? Um, I mean... I think the defense is still pretty good. The defense is not as good as it used to be, but it's still above average, I would say. Yeah. And David Montgomery's out now. You have Justin Fields in, who's a rookie quarterback, so it's hard to really judge. And the O-line isn't very good. Receivers, uh, they, I mean, they have two really good receivers. I think they still have Tariq Cohen as a backup running back, who is also like a receiving back. Um, so I, I think... Has he played played you know i'm looking at I'm looking not this at their year stats. not this year but okay. he he used to outperform montgomery last year they used to favor him which was again like a really weird thing because he's more of a receiving back and they would have him trying to run in at the two yard line three yard line when montgomery is really like a power running back can just break through the line so it didn't make any sense to me like it, i i don't know if they know something i don't but it just seems like the situation called for different players and different plays, and they would get stuffed on the one and two, like a whole lot. Right, their their running stats look pretty solid. You know, I mean, I haven't watched I haven't watched any of their games this year, but their top two backs are averaging four point five and four point eight yards per carry, which you know if you compare that to the Giants, you know their top two are averaging three point six and three point two. And, but like that's, but you pull that back, so they had Tariq Cohen as the primary back, although he was just like a receiving back that would run some right. two, three-yard runs every now and again. And David Montgomery was just used – it was really weird because they would use him like from the 40 to the 20, getting like five or six yards a grab, and then they wouldn't favor him in the red zone too much, um, especially within the five. So it was just like very strange play calling that didn't seem to make sense. I didn't know if he was trying to get flexibility by using, you know, a more versatile back. Right. Um, it, it just didn't make sense to me because David Montgomery was so effective. And he's relatively efficient, I think, as a back. Offensive line, most important position in NFL. Yeah, but you also need to adapt and call shorter plays then if your O-line is trash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm with you. Yeah, seems like the NFL world all hates Matt Nagy. Uh, and understand why he still has a job. But, I mean, that goes around the NFL. What are you going to do? The NFL is uh, – seems like it has the same thing everywhere where the – it's not like baseball where you can – you know, get rid of a manager in the middle of the, you know, you're, you're playing 162 games of baseball. So you can get rid of a manager halfway through the season or, you know, whenever during the season, NFL doesn't really have that, that, you know, option because it's a short season. 
He did so much preparation in the offseason. Bringing in another quarterback halfway through the season is just basically a lost, lost cause. So now you're stuck with Nagy for the whole season. Yeah, and I mean, I don't understand. I don't really understand the whole, like, bringing in Dalton, unless you thought you were going to be a playoff team and he was going to just get you there, and then going forward you'd go with Fields. It just seems strange to me that... That was, uh, that was to buy, buy Fields some time because you knew you were going to ruin his career <laughs> the way they are right now. Yeah, I don't see, I mean, I don't see why you're laying him out, having him take some snaps that could be... They're like injury-prone snaps where, especially after he's been in the game and taken a lot of hits, if you're down like three scores, it may yeah. not be so beneficial to keep him in there. When you have Dalton, and there was another quarterback, I forget who. There was someone with a, like a relatively big name, I think. Experience, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, for the most part, rookie quarterbacks not starting. Uh at least the beginning of the year, um, just because there's jump, they have to get used to the, you know, the game speed and, you know, the nerves, everybody around you is an adult who has been in the league and, uh, it's a lot of pressure to put on, but, uh, I mean, you got thrusted in there, you got no help, your offensive line sucks. You're basically just going out there to get beat up. Hopefully, uh, you know, I mean, fields. fields looks halfway decent when he's protected, but it's hard to judge yeah. because once you get smacked around so much, then especially as a rookie quarterback, it's really tough to get yeah. up, compose yourself, and get back in the game after that. But what a last game he had five turnovers, right? Yeah, some of them. Uh, so one of them two, you can probably two picks and, and three interceptions. One or, of the uh, three fumbles. Yeah, yeah, one of the picks he thought he had a free play, so he th- kind of threw it away in the end zone. And they were going to kick it anyway, so it was kind of like a, you know, garbage turnover. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the other interception was kind of similar, where it was, it was a, a play that he should have thrown away, and he didn't throw it away well enough, I think. Trouble in Chicago. And she always is. Um. All right. Well, do you think they fire a midseason? Who are your coordinators? Who are the coordinators? I have no clue. Yeah. Like, that's the only way you fire an NFL coach halfway through the year is if you have, like, a coordinator who can pick it up. Or if the head coach, you know, got caught on emails doing racist uh, rants and... and, I was going to say, they should start looking for some emails. That seems to be the quickest way to, you know, change in management. Yeah. An email search. I mean... You see now, uh, what's his name, Mark, Mark Davis, uh, the owner of the Raiders, wants, uh, you know, a written report about uh, Washington's uh, little scandal there because the NFL said they're not going to publish anything. So he's like, if I had a, I had a, I had to fire my coach, now I want to take out everybody. Yep. I want somebody else to go down with me. Makes sense. Bring them all down. They're not going to do it, but it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, what's fair is fair. I mean, you went through things. You did an investigation on Washington, which led you to John Gruden getting fired. I mean, there had to be some stuff for Washington in there. We all know it's there. Why are you not releasing it? It must open like a huge can of worms. 
that keeps going throughout the league. Yeah, yeah, but they're not going to do it. No. All right. Speaking, Bears, of, not, speaking of not doing anything, yeah. Eagles offense is pretty pathetic. Yeah. Let me hear it. Let me hear it, Richie. There's not, there's not even anything to say about the Eagles. Their, their coach uh, described the, the organization today as a flower that it just, has just planted their seeds today. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the fans need to accept that, uh, you know, they're trying for their roots to get locked into the ground before they can see the team bloom. This, this, this is legit his press conference today. That's what he said. That's not a Philadelphia coach right there. No, no, no. That's not not Philly No, he's getting ripped pretty hard for this. (laughs) That's probably going back to San Francisco. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) You're you're not flowers in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) Who did uh, you play this past weekend? Uh, They got smacked by... uh, Who the fuck did they get smacked by? I don't even remember because I turned it off at halftime. It was so uh, terrible. Yeah. Um, shit, who did they just play? Anybody? Nobody? I can't, I can't remember. I remember watching the game, too. Uh, they, oh, they, they played the Raiders. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Raiders, yeah. The Raiders yeah, with a with a uh, assistant coach coaching them and got smacked. Oh yeah, it was terrible. And uh, oh, one one notable thing of the press conference today, he did say he likes what he's seeing from uh, Minshew in practice. So, uh oh, is it going to well, be one, Minshew one, mania in Philly? One one thing you do not do in Philly, you do not mention the backup quarterback if you're a coach, because Philly fans love nothing more but the number two quarterback in town. <laughs> ever ever since I've been alive. Philly fans have done nothing but talk about who the backup quarterback is. So it's always like, uh, this guy sucks. Just bring in the other guy. He's right there. He's going to be better. He's going to be better. Even McNabb's 10-year reign, everybody still talks about Everybody wanted Detmer. Detmer. A lot of people like Detmer. Yeah, uh, Yeah, they thought Detmer wouldn't get hurt, wouldn't run. Anybody could run that offense. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so that was, he, mean, he made a rookie. He made a rookie coach mistake mentioning Minshew today. But uh, in his defense, I think Jalen Hurts stinks. Yeah, but but that's this whole season is about giving him a full season. Like, yeah. he's, only started, he's only started what eight, nine games at this point. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe if you're struggling so bad, it's not a bad idea to bench him, bring him back no. to reality, and. and Smack him around, you know. Smack him around. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, if they bench him, he, he, he's he's done. He's done. Really. He's done. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there was uh, one. And, and, and Minshew's not the answer either. Minshew's not a very no, good. No, no. I mean, we everyone's seen enough of him to know he's not. Yeah, the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, Philly, Philly has to be drafting a quarterback. I would think next next year's draft. Well, there was an article that came out today. I was asking the question, is Philly secretly tanking this season? And their argument was because, for instance, this past game, the first drive of the game, Eagles ran the ball like five or six times and were successful and scored a touchdown. And then they essentially stopped running the rest of the game. He doesn't and like running the ball. But didn't, didn't Sanders get hurt? He did, but their, their second back has been really good this year. They, they drafted him. 
In the middle of the draft this year, Kenny uh, Gainwell, Kenny G, for sure. Kenny <laughs> G, I like, I like his nickname. And, and the fan, the fans, the fans actually want Sanders traded, and they want him to be the starting back. Because he's the backup. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you got you know, the Lions this week. On the winless Lions, so Lions is bad team. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Philly's Philly's in a Philly's in a tough spot there. I don't know if their co- coach is any good, and they don't have a quarterback. So, right. But at at this rate, they're going to have two top ten draft picks. Well, we they own their pick and the Dolphins' pick. Yeah, yeah. And I th- I think the Dolphins only have one win at this point. So yeah. So yeah, I mean they're going to be able to draft a quarterback this this uh, this draft. So I w- I would fully expect them to. But Isn't it terrible though this year? From yeah. what I hear, it's a weak draft for quarterback. Yeah, I don't know of any quarterback that I would be excited to take right now. Yeah, because the quarterback in Oklahoma, who everyone was saying was going to go as the top uh, quarterback in the draft, got benched. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's the, the, yeah. There's no quarterback right now that I'm like, oh, I'm excited to see. Was that his student emails? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Probably. And then, and then one last note before we leave the Eagles, it has to be yep. brought up because Dan brought up the stat the other day. I think it was what four straight games they've given up. Uh, they let the opposing quarterback complete eighty plus percent oh, of their 80%. passes. Yeah, that's unbelievable. That, that is unheard of. Yeah. That is unheard of. I don't even know how that's possible. That's bad. Yeah, like. I was a, I guess who's the defensive he, coordinator? Uh, what's his name? Is he new? Nick, uh, Gannon. He came from the. Uh, did he come from the Colts too? Uh, I mean been, that. I mean that's bad. Eighty yeah, percent. I mean, this like, is like, the NFL. Like, like, like if you have you one game like that, that, if you have one game like that, that's bad. Right. But to have four or five games like that, yeah, at, yeah, that's at four a, games right? in a row against like varying degrees of quarterback. Right. I mean, like, like you go against Tom Brady and he lights you up. Okay, whatever, it happens. But are you going to give Jared Goff and the Lions their first win? Probably not. Probably not. I I, I predict an Eagles loss. So, so you're going to give them their first win? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, I'm dope. You're gonna uh, you're gonna give Goff your. Yeah, un- unfortunately, and I hate golf, so you know. Gonna, gonna give him your flower. And the problem, yeah. the problem is the Eagles. Um, yeah, like he's bad when the game is still in reach. Like they played better and they came somewhat close because the Eagles scored like I think like two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. But like they fall, they fall behind so big so early in some of these games. Yeah, I mean, they're just getting garbage stats at the end of every game. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's garbage stats, yeah. It's like the Cowboys of la- the beginning of last season where the- where Dak was getting all those fourth-quarter stats. That's that's yeah. what Hurts and the Eagles offense is doing. So, you know, yeah. it kind of sucks because it's skewing their stats and you can't really tell how bad yeah. everybody's yeah. been. Yeah, if, if you only look at the stats, you're like, oh, that's not terrible. But, like, right. if you look at his stats at halftime through the first three quarters, like, oh, my God, this is awful. Yeah, like he he would be like the number thirty five, number thirty six quarterback in the league based off how bad his stats are. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So, so anyway, the Eagles are terrible. 
He was terrible. Let's, let's, let's talk about moving the other on. Giants. Moving on. Yeah, I moving on. Coming Giants. Moving on. <laughs> let's go like up to the turnpike. That's what I. That's what I like to hear. Tommy. Dan. Tommy. Dan. Uh, Giants won on Sunday. Did Giants everybody watch the game? Nope. I stopped I watching at halftime. I didn't, I didn't watch, watch either. I did, I did watch the game. Didn't get a chance. Um, we got we got win number two. Win can number I get two. a quick, can I get a quick summary before I get your opinion of you know the state of the team? The Panthers. Uh, the Panthers are god awful. Without McCaffrey. Just in yeah yeah without McCaffrey we'll say that they are oh, terrible. You know, they, one thing one thing before Dan goes crazy so without McCaffrey like. They, NFL they teams with, have, have injuries, but they're a unique team where McCaffrey, he's like 75% of their offense. Yeah, and, and they, were missing yeah, some, they, they were missing some other key players. So it yeah, was but, really but, like... But, but let's and, not... I, I'm not, not and, we're not talking but, about the Giants yet. No, Dan. no, no, but I'm, but no, but you're saying, I mean, let's cut the shit. Like the, uh, the Giants are, the Giants are missing the top three starting wide receivers and the starting running back and the starting left tackle. And they still put up 25 points. So uh, let's not pretend like, oh, Carolina is missing one player. The Giants are missing yeah. the top four offensive weapons. But, but I, so, I just, look, look at the numbers. McCaffrey is legit 75 to 80% of their offense. Like that, that's unheard of for, for a yeah, running back to be I, that I get that, but. Of, but I, I I still don't think, um, I mean Carolina's still in NFL football. Like, I, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't. Th- I, I, I think if you I think if you're talking in, I think if you're gonna make oh well McCaffrey's out. I mean, the Giants are missing. Fi- the Giants are missing from opening day all but two starters on offense. So they're not their original out of their original eleven starters on offense. They only had two for Sunday. Two. And I would still Blake, argue McCaffrey's a bigger Blake, loss. I would still argue. Blake, get out of here. Okay. That's, I mean, that's an absurd statement to make. They're missing. They're, they're, they're missing, they're missing he's, their the, whole, he's their whole team. I think they were missing their entire starting offensive line, the Giants. I think they had one. I'm sorry. They had one starting offensive lineman. Sorry. The Giants were missing a bunch of garbage players. I'm sorry. Andrew Thomas actually isn't that bad. And neither is Galladay. And Tony's pretty good. So it's Saquon Barkley. But okay. McCaffrey, McCaffrey is the reason. Anyway, that's also, not, what, the, that's not the, what we're arguing. The Panthers were missing McCaffrey. They had their guard go out. I don't, I don't care about anybody else, Tommy. It's all about McCaffrey. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying that it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't just. But, but, it wasn't just running say, back. But don't say that. It was, a, it was yeah, part the of their offensive missing, line. I'm not but saying. The are missing four, but, I'm but not you're making saying a, anything. No, I'm saying you, you are. You that, are saying you're saying that, that the Panthers are terrible. That because the they had injuries. The Giants have more injuries and still won. I don't give a shit about the Panthers' injuries. No, I'm saying the Panthers suck in general, and they were missing uh, their best player that makes them relevant. I mean, the three and four, they don't suck. They're better They're than terrible, the Giants. How, how are they since the first three games of the season? 0-4. Oh, 0-4. Yeah. Oh, when McCaffrey got hurt. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, Dan. Hmm. Okay, hmm. Th- th- it doesn't. I, I don't want to hear any excuses about an NFL team missing a fucking running back. McCaffrey's hurt every year. This isn't a, a, a normal situation, though. That's what I'm saying. This isn't a normal situation of one player. Give a shit. It's an NFL team. The Giants won on Sunday. It doesn't take. It doesn't take away from their. You're right, uh, Dan. Their win. And the, You're right. And the it, Pan- it does take away from their win. The Panthers three wins. They got. They beat the Jets. They beat the Texans. 
they beat the Saints. I'll give them that. That's their. That's an impressive uh, win. Giants beat the Saints too. Yeah. So uh, maybe it's not an impressive win, <laughs> but those are, those are their wins. So they're beating bad teams, and then they get beat by everybody else. I mean, they lost to the Eagles. Come on, Dan. Panthers fucking suck. I don't understand but what it, difference that but it's, makes. It's it's good win. Giants got a win with garbage players. It uh, Daniel Jones is legit. Hopefully, the Giants don't ruin him, but I think they are going to. And um, he's the only bright spot in the team. Um, now, if, if if the Giants lose him, that's seventy five percent of their offense. They're not beating a, anybody. Okay, he's a starting quarterback. If any team loses their starting quarterback, they're fucked. I mean, maybe maybe it's in Philly because they don't have a starting that's quarterback. Not but true, I don't think that's true. true. A lot of teams could be, lose their starting quarterback and be not much worse off. Look like at the, the Lions, Panthers, for instance. Lions. <laughs> I, you can't say an zero six team loses their starting quarterback. Gonna, that's that's gonna exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, uh, I think um, but this was a good win for the Giants because Daniel Jones actually made the bad players look pretty uh, decent yeah I actually think the more I watch him this year I actually think Daniel Jones is legit like legit I mean legit as in I, I, I think he's a good starting quarterback that you want to build around um, I don't know like where he'll end up, but I actually think he's the more I watch him this season, the more I'm like, he, he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you, if you gave him something, if you gave him like a, the, a, a an offensive line, the, the, the he, could calling, he could take you places. Well, and, and they were missing there, you know, Shepard was out. He was missing three of his top wide receivers. Shepard, uh, Tony and Galladay were all injured. Yeah. And his starting and his starting running back was out, and his starting left tackle was out, uh, and his starting center was out. Um, so, and he still put up twenty five points. The Giants still move the ball. The Giants still have a hard time. I still hate. It was better, but I still don't like Jason Garrett's play calling uh, in the red zone. I think it's terrible. I still don't like Joe Judge kicking a field goal every fucking two seconds instead of going for it once in a while. Your fantasy team likes that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Keep letting Gano kick it, baby. He won. I think he, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's won Special Teams Player of the Week at least twice already this season. Most active um, kicker in the league. Maybe even three <laughs> times, which is absurd. Uh, but because they fucking kick field goals all the time, uh, which drives me crazy. Uh, I, I want. I think uh, Gettleman is done at the end of the season. I think the Giants are going to force him to retire. I will say I know I know Tommy said that uh, Daniel Jones is the only bright spot on the team. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. Uh, now I, this is mostly out of luck that Gettleman I feel like has gotten these players, but uh, I know he didn't play on Sunday. But Tony is a really good player. Uh, I also know he didn't play on Sunday, but Andrew Thomas has developed into a pretty good left tackle. Um, I think he's one of the top two or three left tackles in the uh, so far this season. And then um, uh, Aziz, uh, what's his last name, Tommy? Ojolari, Aziz Ojolari, the defensive end. Um, yeah. I, I mean, he's he's in the conversation for defensive rookie of the year right now. I think he has. I think he has six sacks on the season already. He's. I think he might be a good player too. So, I mean, four good players over four drafts and four free agent signings doesn't 
doesn't mean Gettleman should keep his job, but there's actually some talent on the team now, which uh, is exciting. Peppers is out for the season, though, but they weren't really playing Peppers much anyway, so I don't think that's that big of a loss. Um, yeah, who do they play this week, Tommy? Kansas City, Monday night, right? Yeah, they're going to get... Uh, well, I don't know if they're going to get smoked. Kansas City Kansas has not City, played well. Well, yeah, Kansas yeah, City and looks Mah- terrible. And Mahomes, look might be, Mahomes might be out. Kansas City looks really... I mean, I, I don't expect the Giants to win. Uh, and I'm sure it's probably like a seven point, they're probably seven point dogs or something like that. But uh, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I'd be surprised if it's a blowout just because Kansas City's been so bad. And hopefully the Giants can get one or two of these players back. I mean, Thomas is on the I- on I- IR, so he's out, I think, for at least another week. Um, at, at what point do people stop favoring Kansas City every week and be like, oh, it's Kansas City. They got Mahomes. They got Andy Reid. It's Kansas. At what point do people stop? Because they've been so well, fucking bad. I, I just caught myself doing it, and I said, eh, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this. I think I mean, it's this. They, I think they have this Mahomes. Week. Yeah, maybe, yeah after, the maybe, after, maybe after this week. Yeah, so, so one, one thing, they, they've given up the second most points in the league, first of defense all. Is real, defense has been really bad for KC. And Mahomes yeah. has turned the ball over a bunch, hasn't he? Yeah. Not, nine yeah. interceptions. Nine. Yeah. That, that's not good. No. No. I don't, know what I don't know what their problem is. I mean, I haven't watched any of their games. I've only seen some of the highlights and some of the uh, reaction. People, yeah, most of saying like Mahomes is trying to do too much. Yeah, he's I trying keep, to. I keep hearing it's just turnovers. It's turnovers, turnovers, and, and, turnovers. And they're not. They're not like bad luck turnovers. A lot of them are just like, like last last week. Did you see the turnover? It was like one of those terrible decisions where, like, a rookie quarterback makes, where like he's under pressure and he just like throws it up in the air, like up for grabs. Yeah. And yeah. Like straight to a defender. It was. It was a rookie-like play, like, and it's not something he normally does. Oh, nine and a half. Nine and a half. That, that's the points? How many points? Spread. Yeah, spread. Wow. It's at, oh. uh, it's at KC, right? So that could factor in, too. Yeah. Right. Uh, over, over under is 52 and a half. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs have no. I mean, the Chiefs are probably going to be able to score points against the Giants. I yeah. the Giants' defense played better on Sunday. They had a safety. They only gave up three points, but... I do expect Kansas City to go score pretty easily. Yeah, they still they still have a top ten offense. I think they're at the bottom of the top ten in regards to scoring. But again, they're the second worst defense in the league. They, and and they can move the ball. I think they're just turning the ball over. And yeah, the defense right. is what's really killing them. So I'll, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I think uh, I think Dallas is obviously the best team in the division. So I think I think that'll be that. Uh, and I don't think the Giants are gonna. I don't think the Giants are gonna make the playoffs. Obviously, but maybe doing? they, can, maybe they can get second place. I guess in that division. I, I just realized that everyone's two and five besides the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad <laughs> I, division. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah, and the Cowboys are like five and two, right? Oh man, so the Eagles could still get second place. How would you yeah, feel if the Giants won those two games that were essentially thrown away? Dan be saying Super Bowl four and three. Yeah. Uh, do you think they they'd have a sh- Do you think they'd have a shot at winning? Uh, winning the division. Division. Because no, no. of the tough schedule. Uh, no, because they would have still had that bad loss to Dallas, where they just yeah. it didn't look like them and Dallas were on the same level, or same yeah. like talent level. Mm-hmm. 
And, because and, I, th- I, I think for them to win the division or have a shot, I think they'd have to beat Dallas in the next time they play each other, and I don't yeah. think they can. I mean, after they got the Chiefs, next game's the Raiders. That's a loss. The Bucks. that's a loss. Yeah. Then they got the Eagles. That's a toss-up. I mean, it should be a win, but it's a toss-up. Then they got the Dolphins. Dolphins suck. Chargers, Cowboys. Sounds Eagles, like we Bears, could get Washington. to my predicted five victories. They could get they I mean they, they could, might. They could they, they might sneak over five wins. They can get because they still play Philly twice and they play Washington and they play the Bears and they play Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. Miami. Yeah. No, they don't play the Jets. Oh no, they don't. No, no, no. It's it's the it's the it's the random one game that they play. Right, right, right. Uh, so, I mean, they could beat Miami. They could beat Washington again. They could beat Philly. I mean, that's three wins right there. They could beat Chicago. So, you could be up to six wins. And you can throw in a random yeah. big team win. Yeah, you yeah. can throw in a random big team. I mean, could they beat, I don't know, could they beat the Chargers or the Raiders? Sure. I mean, and if they have an off day and then Daniel Jones is throwing bombs, I mean, yeah, we've already seen that if he's clicking and everyone's clicking, they can score. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, they could, they could certainly, they could certainly have a, a random, a random. Uh... I do have a concern, though, Dan. <laughs> yes, what's your concern? My concern is, is that if they get five wins or eke out six, that they don't get rid of D, uh, Dave Gettleman. Not happening, Tommy. Yeah. Or, they have to. You can't put up back to back same performances. Or they don't they don't get rid of uh Judge. I could see them keeping Judge. Yeah. Um And changing it and changing coordinators. Potentially, yeah. I could see that. Uh Gettleman see I, I I'm I'm still convinced that this is that they'll just Gettleman will just like retire. He they won't fire him. They'll just be like, listen. I mean, because what is he? 70, he's 70 years old. Uh, and I think they'll just say, you know, he's stepping aside, he's, he's heading into retirement, and then the I mean, that's, have to fire. That's what, they, that's what they should do, but you know that that's probably not what is going to happen based on the Mara history. Yeah, I, I mean, Mara's pretty adamant that he wanted to see the Giants competitive uh, this season. And, like, if they're going to go 5-12... and 12, that's not really competitive. So, I, to me, competitive is you're at least playing into November and December with a playoff spot on the line, and then not going to be there. Well, I think at, there's some good point. news working in your favor in that the Cowboys are actually playing up to the level this year, and it's not like last season where you know owners can feel like their team's competitive at six and ten or six and eleven. Last year, there's some good vibes that because the Giants ended on like. A good right. stretch. And they yeah, they won like five out of seven or something like that. Right, yeah. and and they were still in the division because the division was so bad. But this year, that's not not going to be the case. Right. No, no. I, I I think I think for Mara to feel happy with this season, the Giants probably need to win seven or eight games, and I don't think they're going to win seven or eight games. So that's why I think. Gettleman will probably be gone at the end of the year, but again, I don't think they'll fire him. I think they'll probably just be like, it's time for you to retire, old man, and then that'll be that. And then I would think they'll bring Judge back. I, I still, 
I go up and down on Judge. I like some of the stuff he does, but his clock management, his game decision, game decisions are really questionable. So, do you think a different offensive piece. coordinator could coerce him to be a little more aggressive in some situations? I don't know. That's what I was trying to think. Like, is is some of the stuff that drives me crazy? Is that like coachable out of him? I mean, I guess. I mean, it worked for like Ron Rivera. So I don't know. That that's what I think think like can you he get like an assistant coach that will you know think more you know aggressively or i don't know you know no you should go this this ta- this situation calls for going for it here or we shouldn't kick the field goal or you know yeah i mean maybe using analytics but not calling it analytics and being like look at this team that's successful and does this in this situation you know like just phrasing it a slightly different way yeah, and that's yeah, and that's what I that's what I've been wondering is is if if like somebody would help him like w- will he change his ways? Like the the other thing that drives me crazy that he does is like he doesn't call timeouts at the end of halves or games, uh, mainly halves, to preserve time uh, to try to get the ball back and score. Like Daniel Jones in the offense isn't that bad. Like they can go down the they can go down the field and score get some points on the board if there's a minute left on the clock but he like he lets he lets the clock drain and or the other team kill the clock or whatever and it's like he does it every game it drives me crazy every week like Tom Coughlin would never do that he would always try to get the ball back in Eli's hands I mean it, it's like he needs he needs that experience but also he could do it yeah I don't know I feel like he is not a coach that an assistant who is going to change or a coordinator who you need to change the system would want to come coach for him. Yeah. And, and that was a big question that I hired judge is that it's like, well, who's he going to bring on as assistant coaches? Who does he know? Like that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. Like he doesn't know a lot of people. I mean, yeah. he's fair, fairly new to the, to the league. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I, I would almost, I could see the Maris giving Judge another year, and depending on how the rest of this year goes, I would be okay with giving him another year. Um, but I think Gettleman is almost certainly I'm, gone I'm one way or the other. I'm shocked you say that, because after every week's game, win or yeah. loss, you criticize Judge. So I'm shocked you're saying that. Because I like some of the things he does. Like, what Roland said, like, can he improve on like, the game management stuff and the uh, risk-taking? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. And like he, he does hard. not see, he does not seem like that guy. Uh, and maybe he's not. But they play hard for him. They they game plans don't look to be that. I mean, they look like at least a somewhat solid game plans and not a disaster like some teams you see. Um, so you know, I mean, again, unless this season tanks, I I would be all right giving him another one more year to see. Okay. I also feel bad for him because I know he didn't hire Jason Garrett. So. Yeah. I mean, that's like, a, that's, that's a tough, you know, one to like getting like, uh, your coordinator, your offensive coordinator thrown at you. Yeah. So, I, um, so I, I can, yeah. so I can kind of, I can kind of, you know, so yeah, I criticize him, I, I, but I, I don't know if he's. Same I mean, I don't know if he's. The, yeah, I don't know if he's the answer or not. But I don't know. Two seasons yeah. is pretty quick to get rid of a coach, and 
I don't think he's done anything where I'm like, let's we got to fire immediately. I mean, I I did question him playing Daniel Jones so quickly. I think that obviously was a mistake, but he's not Matt Nagy. He's no, he's not Matt Nagy. Watch him bring Nagy on as like a fucking coordinator. <laughs> yeah, the coordinator that would be so. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, offensive coordinator next year. <laughs> I mean, I mean, probably gonna have the opportunity to. Matt Nagy's gonna be fired, and Garrett's gonna be gone. You know they're going to interview him. Oh, totally. Why wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. So terrible. All right. Let's get off of football talk. Hold uh, on. Real, real yeah. quick. You know, you know who's not terrible? Who's that? Matt Stafford. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He is fucking awesome. What He's did he do? Who, do you, who, who they play on Sunday? Oh, I don't know. Uh, didn't they, 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 they got have some lines. stats ready to go? Didn't they oh, play, they the play the Lions? Oh, yeah, they did play the Lions. Oh, yeah, and they, they barely, they struggled. Yeah, they, the yeah, they, yeah, they did struggle against the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Stafford. He, uh, he, he had some, uh, he was reminiscing while he was, you know, playing them. He couldn't figure it out. Apparently. Um, yeah, but, um, you know, speaking of Matt Stafford. Three TD um, passes. What's that? He had three TD passes, 28 of 41 for 334. There you go. So he had a good game. Um, I was listening to the, uh, the pod I told Dan to listen to, the Senseless pod, and they had uh, Clayton Kershaw on, on one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently he grew up with Matt Stafford. They were in, like, the same grade school and everything, and they were, like, close friends and played sports together. I think I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, Kershaw actually played football with him. Kershaw was a center back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, he he. Uh, I think his last year he played was his freshman year of high school, and he was a center. And he it was kind of like how you described how you guys pick positions. He said he was just a center because he was a big a big kid. He had yep. like a lot of weight on him, and he wasn't fast. So they were like, you know, you don't have a choice. You're playing center because that's your body type. <laughs> Get on the so line, funny. fat boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hefty, get over there. Oh, God. All right, moving good. on. Moving on. Let's, uh, anybody watch the World Series? No. Nope. No. Only highlights moving so on, far. Moving on, moving on. Anyone, anyone <laughs> going to watch any game of the World Series? Yes. Uh, no. It's on right now, yeah. isn't it? I'm f- uh, should probably, I'm maybe. Fo- I'm focusing yeah. on the podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Celtics uh, uh, basketball. I mean, Charlie Charlie Morton broke his leg, pitched another inning. Yeah, f- finished the inning, struck someone finished, out, got like a, a struck, put out. I think he struck two guys out. Did Altuve, he? <laughs> yeah, he struck out. Uh, no, That's you impressive. know, looking. Yeah. And then uh, they were like, "Yeah, you can't walk on that. So come with yeah. us." <laughs> yeah, I do. I, yeah, I give I give a lot of respect for that. He would have yeah. kept going, but I think the the last pitch that he threw, he landed just a yeah. little awkwardly, and he was just like, "Nope, that's no, that yeah. that's." You saw his leg like buckle a little bit, and he was like, "Yeah, because yeah. you know the next inning he was coming out with something like strapped to his leg, <laughs> a, like a, yeah. piece of, a popsicle like a stick. Bat. Yeah, <laughs> they put two bats around his leg and duct tape it." And they're like, get back out there, Charlie. You're throwing gas. 
god, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that's the only thing I know about the and yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. Yeah. No, nothing else. I hope the Braves win. That's, that's yeah, me all too. I care. Yeah, I, I, I don't care either way. Yeah, Bra- Bra- I don't Braves, really care either. Braves are, Braves are kind yeah. of the Phillies' enemy, so I'm torn. Yeah, it's not for you. Because, yeah, you know, fuck the Astros, of course, and fuck the Braves. Yeah, fuck both Phillies of them. Game. Yeah, yeah. So. As an NL East, you know, rival, how are we supposed to root for the Braves? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't root for that's, the Braves. That's why you just don't. And I don't want to root for the Astros. Yeah, those cheating sons of bitches. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you just you just have to ignore it. I want every player to rip their jersey off after every at bat on the Astros. <laughs> Please. All right. So uh, um, we're on. Be- before yeah. you go into, before you give Dan his his floor of the NBA. Uh, oh, I wasn't time... even going there, but go ahead. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> what? I was gonna... NBA baby, let's do it. <laughs> I was going to give one other one other baseball ahead. thing that I found interesting from the yep. uh, from the pod. I was listening. Clayton was talking about. Uh, just the organization, and he was mentioning that um, most most major league teams have this uh, advisor role, where they have like a former player is just an advisor, yeah. and and the Dodgers have Chase Utley as one of their advisors, and he said essentially he's like just a salaried player that comes and goes as he pleases, just to hang out with the team, and he doesn't do anything. He just shows up, hangs out with the team, and goes home and gets paid for it. <laughs> he, he said it's one of his dream gigs for when he retires because yeah. it, it, it's the best gig in the world I yeah. would imagine the Yankees did that with uh, CC this year I mean CC does some like you know neighborhood like donations and stuff like yeah, that but, that's but, but yeah it's, it's the same thing yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't realize that was a, like a real role like they just do not nice. yeah, yeah. Like, that yeah. sounds amazing that does yeah. sound amazing that's pretty funny. Good gig. Good gig. Yeah. Good for Chase. Um, man. Yeah. Too bad he's doing it for the Dodgers and not the Phillies. Man, that's... That's true. That's kind a good of point. A, kind of a smack in the face. To the I, I think yeah. he lives out. I think he lives yeah, out. Yeah, he probably lives. Yeah, but that, that's even sweeter. You live out in L.A. and do some bullshit job. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Take that in a second. So, Roland, what are you uh, drinking tonight? That uh, big nitro that you opened that Dan interrupted. I am drinking the Left Hand Brewing White Russian Nitro. Oh. It's a white stout, which took me a second for my brain to process. Because when I poured it out, it looked like an ale. And I was like, yeah. do I need oh, really? to shake this? Or what's going on here? <laughs> it's uh, 8.9% ABV. 20 okay. IBUs. Okay. okay. Good to go from Mechanicus. Um, there you go. And it's Big Lebowski themed. There's a like a bowling pin on it, and there are different sayings from the Big Lebowski on the the box. Nice. It was. How's a, the, How's the taste? A little disappointing with the taste. I was expecting like big bold flavors, because Left Hand Brewing yeah. always has kind of really big flavors, but this was a little. Uh, like more nuanced than I was expecting, so uh, it's not that bad. But it, I don't really—it doesn't like scream white Russian to me. Right. So it, it's fine I mean, to drink, but uh, maybe would I need it be better in a nit- not nitro version. I don't know. the The flavors are just like a little muted, you know. A little weak, weak yeah. sauce. A little weak. It's weak. weak. <laughs> it's weak. 
So uh, it's kind of uh, like a sugary stout, but you don't really yeah. get um, like uh, the coffee. Well, you get the coffee flavor a little bit. I don't really get the milk from like the White Russian at all or like the frothiness that you'd expect. So it's kind of like a little thin with coffee and like a just a touch of milk or not. I may want a little bit more. So that mouthfeel, you're you're looking for a little thickness. Yeah, it's very it's very thin. Um, yeah. In taste, like in the body and in uh, like the the white Russian part. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's uh, I'll take that as a strikeout. Uh, Richie, um, what do you got there? I'm just drinking a lager. 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 Uh, sweet water, Broken Coast, BC. Yep. Um, just five and a half percent. Base basic lager, easy to drink. Basic um, bitch lager. Yeah, I, I like the drinkability though. You know, basic I'm, I'm bitch. Pretty, pretty big fan of how easy it is to drink. So I would get this again, but it's it's you know nothing special about the beer. It's just drinkability is its best attribute. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Very good. I recommend it. Okay. Um, Dan, did you get to watch your uh, Rick and Morty episode? Uh, I did. And? Which episode did you watch? Episode one. Oh, okay. Started at um, the beginning. I liked it. What, what, what happened know. in that episode? Uh, for, 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 the uh, listen, they... for the listener at home who's listening to the uh, pod, uh, Dan asked uh, us in the chat, if, well, he asked Richie specifically, because Richie's a big Rick and Morty fan, if he should be watching Rick and Morty because he feels like he's missing out. And like missing uh, out. he feels like he would enjoy it. And uh, But Dan's a little bitch, so we didn't... I forget. They go, they, they go, they go to like a, a different dimension of a planet. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they do that every episode. Yep, one. they do that <laughs> pretty so, much every episode. Pretty Did much really? every episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's, I was that's like, you're describing now. about 95% of the episode so far. Rick pisses someone like, off. Yeah, we got that too. Yeah. 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 He he froze he froze somebody and 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 he broke into a million pieces. Mm-hmm. One of uh, Rick's uh, uh, one of Morty's uh, classmates. Yeah. Rick rather. Oh, jeez, Rick. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty good. Uh, but I enjoyed it. It's a cool adult cartoon. I don't know why I wouldn't like it. You know, the same, the same guy does the voice for Rick and Morty. Oh, really? Yeah, it's that's pretty impressive. Funny. I watched um, like after the first season, they had like uh, a little like question and answer thing with uh, Dan Dan Harmon and uh, Justin Rowland does justin does the voices and you know watching him go back and forth between the voices as he's just sitting there was pretty impressive yeah uh i liked it i can see myself watching more episodes it was good i enjoyed it it's like a regular adult swim cartoon i like adult swim i thought you grew out of that that's why i expected you to uh oh you thought i grew out of adult swim yep i did well what what other adult swim cartoons are there or shows are there so many all of them there's so many. I know, but what's uh, what's another good one? One Punch Man. Uh, is that no, Adult know. Swim? Oh, I don't know. Oh uh, no. It just feel it feel it feels like it could be. Yeah. 
I don't think. Like, throwing out random names. Uh, yeah. Space Ghost. Space uh, Ghost. That, that, that was. Aqua, isn't Aqua Teen? Oh, you mean like yeah, currently? Yeah, okay, that was. I, yeah, I think he means. Currently, oh no right. no no! Just in general, just because. Uh, like uh, yeah, I thought Aqua Teen was. Robot. Aqua Robot yeah. Chicken's probably still going on. Uh, Robot Chicken. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which has had yeah. every celebrity under the sun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like, I like look it. at anyone's like IMDB. It has robot chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a big fan of Aqua Teen. Aqua Teen. Is Kevin ba- has Kevin Bacon been on Aqua, t- uh, Aqua Teen on robot, robot chicken? chicken? He wrote it. Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's a producer. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I like I like Adult Swim stuff. Okay, good. I can't wait to hear you uh, watch more episodes. I know. I know. Because I really don't know anyone that uh, watches a ton of episodes. Oh, really? I just see it like on like social media, a lot of people talking about it. Uh, and then, and then actually today, I was I was getting a sandwich at my uh, sandwich shop place by my work, and uh, the cashier had a Rick and Morty, Morty shirt on. I was like, huh. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know. I was like, uh, I wonder, wonder why she likes it. So <laughs> there it is. Is Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that was my that was my question. Is it supposed to be like almost like a spin on like Back to the Future? Um, I think you know the, the um the guys that created it they love sci-fi shit. Okay. Um, because obviously that, he looks like Doc and yeah. Morty and Marty are oddly yeah. similar. Yeah. So so yeah, <laughs> they definitely got uh, some from that. Um. The guy's okay. favorite guy's favorite show of all time is Farscape, which I never watched. I never watched. But but they're in they're, they like love that sort of shit. So that's you know all the galaxy shit and you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, uh, it's good. I like it. And and Dan Harmon, I'm I'm a fan of most things that Dan Harmon does. Okay, gotcha. Um, like- I don't know if I know Dan Harmon, but yeah, it was enjoyable. I like I like a good cartoon. Uh, the kids watch like uh, Teen Titans. I know it's not Adult Swim, but I like Teen Titans. You ever see that one? Yeah, I like that too. Actually, yeah, that was pretty maybe, funny. Maybe they should stop watching that one. Teen Titans, Teen Titans Go. It's pretty good. I find myself laughing at it. Yeah, it's surprisingly good. Yeah, it is surprisingly good. Some of the episodes are really funny. Oh, uh, they did one. Uh, I know we're talking about Rick and Morty, but they, Teen Titans did one. Uh, it's probably one of the. It, I was crying. I was laughing so hard uh, about the Oregon Trail. It was so funny. If you haven't seen that episode, I didn't you have see to like. Oh, I was dying. <laughs> uh, it was really good. <laughs> um, anyway, Teen Titans Go, another one I recommend. But yeah, I'm gonna keep watching Rick and Morty. It's good. Is it still on? It must yeah, be, right? they, just, they just released the fifth season. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I, I watched. I watched the first couple episodes. Uh, I didn't love. The, I haven't loved the start of the season so far, to be honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I saw. I saw it had a. Uh, it's on Hulu, so I saw it had five seasons. But I, I thought it would be more than that because I just assumed it was on for have has been on for a while now. But it's not. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay, good. Talk to me when you get to season five. Thanks. Okay. There you go. <laughs> I will. I'll bring it back up then. <laughs> All right, Dan. You have five minutes to talk about the NBA. Go. Uh, Nick. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, New York Knicks, Richie, looking good. Actually, they look really good. 
Um, they're looking great. Yeah, they look really good. They're not going to be a great playoff team, I don't think. Uh, I think Miami and Atlanta and Brooklyn are probably going to be too difficult for them to, to, to get by, but they're a fun team to watch. Uh, Tibbs hasn't played really well. They're obviously a good defensive team. Now they have a couple three-point shooters, so, so they're going to be a tough team to beat in the regular season. Uh, I'm loving the over, over bet, though. Uh, yeah, um, easy bet. Uh, big game on Thursday against the Bulls. I think, the Bull, I think they could be fighting the Bulls for like the top five seed. Um, so I'll be interested to see how good that game is. Uh, but yeah, they look, they look really good right now. You know, uh, one, one thing I want to say about the NBA in general, I feel like, and it's only been, what, four games for most teams? Yeah, three, four or five games. Two, three, games, and yeah. five games. Yeah. But it, it feels like, and I, and I kind of felt this way last year a little bit, that on any given night, any team can, um, can win on every, any given night. There's so many good young players in the league that, Every team is getting more and more competitive. The parity is, is spreading around the league. And you, know, you can't predict on a night-to-night basis. Like, like tonight, Milwaukee's getting smacked by the Timberwolves. Yeah. You know? uh, the, La- the Lakers might lose to OKC tonight. I mean, and OKC is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. Boston just lost to the Wizards tonight. Brooklyn just lost, got smacked by Miami. Like, every night, it's... Yeah. That's also why I kind of like the Knicks in the regular season to get a higher seed than because they're going to come out and ready to play every single game. Like, well, like a team like the Lakers or the Bucks, like you, you could tell they're not focused for every game. I know the Knicks lost to the Magic, uh, so obviously that hurts my point a little bit, but um, but like that's what Tibbs kind of brings, and obviously. In the past, it burns his teams out a little bit. Uh, so we'll see how they do in the regular season. Um, but that's why I kind of like the Knicks a little bit more. Uh, but they do have, and they have three seed. Great three seed. I would, I, I don't see it. Uh, I think it's, I think it's Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami as a top three. I think the Knicks I mean, are going to fight. Those, those are my top that's three right. contenders, but not my top three. In the season rankings, I, I I could see I could see Brooklyn struggling a little bit more in the regular season, so so you might be right there. But I I think the Knicks will have a hard time getting the top three seed. Oh, and, four, and one note before five. you leave the Magic, I think the, the the loss to the Magic was a unique situation because they just played the Magic on Friday night and destroyed them, and yeah, they, no. they 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 said after the game on Sunday that they kind of overlooked the game and weren't serious about it. And I, I, I yeah. don't think they would have had that mindset if they didn't play them on back-to-back games like that. Yeah, I, and that was what was one of the concerns uh, from last year with why a lot people thought a lot of the teams were so close because last year's schedule, uh, the NBA had a lot of teams play back-to-back, which is unusual for uh, the NBA schedule. And so, like, it's very difficult to beat a, ge- a team two games in a row um, just because, like, you know, so the Knicks smoke the Magic one game. Well, Magic aren't going to come back and let the Knicks do that again to them, so they're going to play harder and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I kind of, you know, they shouldn't lose to the Magic, but still, it's it's tough to beat two, a, a team two games in a row. Uh, and then um, the Garden, uh, as you know, has been ridiculously loud every home game. It's, it's crazy. Uh, so yeah. that's also very exciting. It's rocking. It's rocking. It, it, it is rocking. It's a good crowd. I'm, I'm actually going to try to go to a game this year. So Dan, Dan's making a trip. 
I, I am making a trip. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at my schedule to see when I can get down for a game. Um, all right, good. Let us know when uh, you go, and we'll all get tickets. Even Roland. Roland. <laughs> yeah, Roland, you should come. Um, I actually just watched the end of the Celtic game. Richie, I don't think the Celtics are that good. They we, are, we already talked about this. They're terrible. I'll go the week of Thanksgiving if you come down, or the week of Christmas. I'm going to be in New York probably for both of those holidays. All right, let me see. I'll check the Knicks schedule those times. Just don't make it like on Thanksgiving, please. Or on yeah, Christmas. because I'll, I'll, I'll be having a baby on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving? Okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Uh, that's thanks. <laughs> a lot to be thankful but, but yeah. for. It's going to so, be on Thanksgiving or a couple of days before. I just get that feeling. It's going to be two weeks before. Like, like all your other kids. Well... We're supposed to go the 29th, so. Yeah, that's cutting it close. Yeah. Cutting it close. Oh, good All luck. right. Yeah, thanks. For uh, the boys this week, oh, man, I can't wait for the boys to come back. Oh, I need some new season of the boys. But for the boys, Rich Keiko, producer Roland, Dan Mara, and myself, Tommy McGraw, thank you for listening to Last Man's Opinion, and we will catch you next week. Bye-bye. Boom. to have you.